0: It is good to have Wayne, our drummer, back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a healer. God is a way maker. So we celebrate the power and the healing power of Christ in our life. Amen. Amen. If you're joining us this morning, we are still coming out of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, reading out of the Amplified Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. And it reads as such in our here. For we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship. His piece of art. I added that because that's really what it means. We created in Christ Jesus. Born anew. Your spirit been born anew. Why did he do that? That we may do those good works which God pre-prepared, he predestined, he planned beforehand for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. Hallelujah. That we shall walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live, for you to live. He has already won your victory. He has already set you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your journey, there will be trials and tribulations, but if you trust him, yeah. he will see you through. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, even now as we come, Lord, move Tracy out the way. Your presence is already being manifest here through the singing. So take us higher. Help us get lost in you. Lord, allow your word to go through the airways and through live screening and, and, and meet your people right where they, at, where they are. Speak to them. Minister to them. Lord, let healing go out. Let salvation go out. Let deliverance go out. In the mighty name of Jesus, make Satan sit down and shut up. In the mighty name of Jesus, allow miracles to take place. You are a miracle, a miracle working God. So Father, do that which only you can do as we come in together, as we crowd into your throne room, as we Get into your presence, Father. Let us sense you working in the background. Lord, for your glory. Lord, for your namesake, we pray, even now. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank the choir. We thank the musicians. Uh, They always sing songs that gives me confirmation of my message, and today was no different. On oh, yesterday, as I was uh, finishing up on the message, for some reason, I felt like I was prompted to, to go and Google. I do Google. I, I Google you find information. To Google, and what I, what I typed in was, was, was famous pianos. What I was really looking for, for, for pianos to come up, you know, Yamaha, we got a baby grand that is a Yamaha, uh, Baldwin, uh, Stirway Piano. These are names of pianos. There are German-made pianos. And, and as I Googled that, that is not what came up. What came up on Google was pianos that were famous because of the people who played them. Not a piano that was famous in its own right, but the names of the piano or the particular pianos were famous because of the musician because of, 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 of the artist that used it. <laughs> I started thinking about that, I, they, they had in the musician, they had in the museum uh, Beethoven's. Piano. They had Stevie Wonder's piano. Even they had Elvis Presley, the piano that he bought for his mom, and his wife had it gold-plated, is in a museum. And they start naming all of these famous pianoists or musicians, and because of who played them, these pianos was put in a museum. To be honest with you, that, that's what God is saying here. God is saying, Is He said, if you use me, if you allow me to use you for my glory, He said, I will lift you for my namesake. He said, Can, can I be the master musician and you be the instrument that? that I will work through, he said, and as, and as my name is lifted, as, as my glory is lifted, he said, I will bless you in the lifting. <laughs> uh, when, when you are on purpose, working out your purpose, living out your life, now understand me, not task-oriented, life-oriented, that you are living out your life For Jesus Christ, you have given him all that you are, that every day is a journey. You are asking him to use you. Don't you know that God will will use you and and bless you as you glorify his name? God will, will, will set you aside and use you and lift you so that people will see the evidence of his presence on you. Uh, let me can, can I dig a little bit deeper in this? Listen, there's a whole lot of folks faking it, but the anointing you can't fake, the gifting you can't fake, and, and God is, is wanting, like these pianos that yield themselves to the, the master musicians, they yielded themselves, and, and God. And, and, and those, those mass musicians, because they became famous, the piano was set aside for their use. And now, when you go see the piano, you don't think about the piano. Some of them even have the name of the piano. It was the, it was the piano that so-and-so used. It was the piano that, that this famous artist played. And, and, and what you saw was... You saw the glory of the musician. God is saying in all of our lives, he said, I want to so use you that when people look at you, they see me. I, I I want to set you aside. That when you do what you do, when you live your life, that you live your life in, in such a way that you're available to me, that you that you that, that you have yielded to me, that my glory, that my anointing, that my power will come out of you, that people will begin to look at you and say, "That's that's God's man." That's. God's woman, they're, they're for real in their living in their serving. Listen, when Christ is on you, people may not like you, but they will have to admit there's something about you. Let me ask you today, is there something about you? Is there an is there, is there anointing on you? Listen, when there's an anointing on you, you don't even have to brag on yourself. Matter of fact, you don't even see it. Your anointing is not for your eyes to see. But other people would see the anointing on you and they would know God has his hands on that man. God has his man on that, on that lady. God has his man on that child. I know I'm right about it. That's, that's really what God is calling you and I to. That's what living your life on purpose is about. Listen, to, to the degree that you yield to him is to the degree he will use you. It's a faith walk. It's, It's the ability to say, Lord, I don't know what's good for me. I don't know why you created me. I've been trying to find life in everything else, but my life is wrapped up, tangled up, messed up in you. So, Lord, I surrender And I trust you. Listen, can can I be honest with you? When you surrender to God, He may take you through things that you don't like. But God has to peer the layers off of you. Because God can't trust your flesh with His glory. So, what God has to do is make the flesh lay down so the spirit can stand up. Some of you are wondering. You're right where God wants you to be, but it don't feel good. You don't like it. You wonder why God got you right there. Well, can I, can I tell you? God is processing you because until he gets you out your way, he can't use you the way he want to use you. Hallelujah. And, and the more he breaks you, the more he will use you. See, the anointing flows through your cracks. The anointing flows through your cracks. Listen, he don't want what you can do. He wants your life. Then you can see what he can do with you. Hallelujah. It's backwards from, it's different from the way the world sets it up. It's different from the way the world thinks. Somehow Satan made us think that you got to go out and get your own blessing that God is holding out on you. But in Genesis chapter 1, 22 and 31, when God is talking to Adam and Eve before sin came in, he comes in and he said, he said, I I will bless you and God blessed them. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters in the sea let the, let the fowl multiply. This is what God is doing. This is his intent. He said, I want increase, increase, increase. He has set blessing with no evil, with no trouble. The, the earth gives you, give, give way fruit. No weeds, fruit. This is God intended purpose. But whenever you go your own way, you have allowed the Satan to set weeds in your way. I I hope that you have learned that that your way don't work. It it doesn't work. I I was talking to somebody they said, well, it may work temporarily. I said, no, you just think it worked temporarily. It may make you feel good temporarily. But what you have done is set up bad seeds in your soil that sooner or later those seeds are going to come up. I'm learning to plant good seeds. The problem with walking in faith is your return don't happen right away. (laughs) The problem with being faithful to God is is that, that as you walk in your life and God is pouring you out it seems like it's a deficit. But I want you to know that God will bless you sooner or later. And what I'm learning that that, that if God blesses you later, the blessing is multiplied. Yeah. Hallelujah. I, I just want to encourage somebody. Keep walking in faith. Listen, listen, people don't want you to walk your faith. You know what? No, I I discovered, listen, no, I discovered. We still got some Cain and Abel's. Abel decided to trust God and do what God told him to do. Cain did his own thing, but wanted the blessing that Abel got. And guess what? Cain, when he didn't get blessed, didn't get mad at God. You know who he got mad with his brother did you know there's some jealous folks <laughs> <Come on. laughs> that don't want you to walk in your favor yeah. they don't want you to walk in anointing now this is what, what I don't understand okay all you have to do is do the same thing that other people are doing just be obedient just trust God Just be a blessing and God will bless you. But the problem is that that, that we want the blessing without the work. We want the blessing without the obedience. But I'm going to encourage somebody. Let them talk about you. Let them say that you are being used. Let them say that that you are a dummy. They don't know what they're talking about because my God tells me, he said that he will not be mocked. Do not be deceived. That he, whatever sees you sow, you sow, you will reap. Which means that the blessing is coming. If you're doing it for his glory, if you're doing it for his name's sake, if you're doing it in love, God is going to bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, my, my brother and sister, God's up to something. Hallelujah. In your life. In my life. And the more you give to him, the more he pours into you. When you are pouring nothing out, then you cannot expect God to pour anything in. These are spiritual principles that work for you or against you, whether you understand them or not. It's like, it's, it's, it, whether you work it or not, thank you. It's like the law of gravity. You can come up on your roof and say, I can fly. I believe I can fly. And go jump if you want to. And, and the law of gravity will knock you down, take you down to the ground. Why? Because the law of gravity is in vogue whether you believe it or not. Spiritual principles are in vogue whether you know it or not. Within this journey, within taking our paths, what God is saying is that that whether you know it or not, I have already written your victory. If you trust me, the storms I, it came through me. The trouble came through me. That enemy, before they became your enemy and got to you, they had to get permissions from me. You don't understand it. The very thing that Satan sends to stop you, I have put in your way to encourage you. Matter of fact, your trouble may be the very thing that can oppose you, to the next level of your blessing I remember Joseph and it said that when he saw his brothers that sold him that lied on him that 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 almost killed him Joseph said he didn't remember the trouble he remembered the promise of God you got to hold on to the promise of God that God says he's for you. He's with you. And he's going to bless you. He's going to take care of you. And he remembered that what his brothers did. He said, you meant it unto me for evil. But God was working in the background and God meant what you did for my good. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? They try to stop you. They tried to to you. And the very thing that they tried to do became a blessing in your life. Somebody need to go back to their enemy and say, thank you. Thank you. Because if it had not been for you in my life, I would not be where I'm at. I would not know what I know. I would not be as close to Jesus. But you made me dig deeper. Hallelujah. What you talking about? I'm talking about on your journey As you walk in your purpose, and your life begins to glorify him, and he begins to fill you with joy. Luke, Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verse 23 and 24. And he said, he says here, he says, he says, to all, say, if any person, if anyone wishes to, to come after me. He said, he said, if you're going to follow me, if you're going to be like me, if you live your life, he said, the first thing you got to do, he said, you have to deny yourself. Yeah. Uh, can, 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 I, can I explain that? He says, typically, our human nature is selfish. It's all about us. We are self-centered. What happened when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, instead of being God centered, having a God consciousness, they became self centered and it became all about them. Sin, the word sin has an I in it. And whenever we live our lives where we are at the center of our own life, it's Is 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 messed up. Uh, Allow me to read another version of it. It says, and he said to all, if any person will come after me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget about, lose sight of himself and of his own interest, refuse and give up himself. May, May I be honest with you? That's the hardest thing in the world to do. That's a struggle when you're walking in. Matter of fact, the flesh can't do this. The only thing that can do this is your spirit, man. That's why he said you must be born again. See, see, your, your flesh is like the fallen Adam that became self-centered, selfish. All the, and if you, live, if you are a Christian living your life this way, self-centered, then you're walking in the flesh and you're not walking in the spirit. You know what I found out that when you, when a Christian is walking in the flesh, I don't care how much you get, whatever you're after is not enough. Matter of fact, when you when you was out there in the world, I don't care how high you got, you was looking for the next high. I don't care how drunk you got, that you was looking for a higher drug. Nothing satisfied. Listen, you was created to be His child. You was created. To be full of his glory you was created to be a relationship with him the only one that can fill your life with joy is the lord jesus christ he's the only one that can give you what you're looking for he's the only one that when your life is glorifying him he's filling you with more joy with more satisfaction with more peace see Many of you think these are words because you have not experienced it. But once you taste and see that the Lord is good, it does something on the inside. I don't know about you. I'm I'm chasing Jesus because he's the best thing that ever happened to me. Hallelujah. 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 He says, take up your cross daily. Did you know that you got to die daily? in order to live daily. Let me explain. That, that, that you have to make a conscious choice when you wake up in the morning. Today, Lord, I give you rain over my life. I, I was in a restaurant, I, I was getting a to-go order, and, and, and it was crowded, and, and the young lady that was the waitress, she was trying to get people's meals, and, and people was fussing. You know, people will push you. <laughs> people will push you. Okay, so, so, so they was fussing and all that. And I seen her stop right in the middle and look up and said, Jesus, I give you the will of my life. And what she was saying was, I'm about ready to go off. But instead of going off, Lord, you take over. Oh, oh, today, we need some folks that's going to say, Lord, you take over. Lord, because when you take over, your peace come. Your grace come. Lord, your joy come. Lord, your strength comes. Listen, you should not be operating in your own strength. As a Christian, you can't say I'm only human. What you mean you're only human? You got the third person of the Godhead living inside of you. Call on your resource. Call on your source. He will well up. He will well up and give you everything you need. In the midst of your stuff. Until you allow Him to take over, you really haven't lived life. You really don't know how good He is. You really don't know that it's Jesus, it's Him that gives you what you need when life is acting crazy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, He says, He says, Cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly. Listen, To my example, Jesus became our example of how to walk in the Spirit. You said, Yeah, but He was God. Yeah, fully God, but yet fully man. And and as a man, He was showing us how to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit because he He had emptied Himself. Of himself still his character of being God but not operating as God but being the second Adam to walk this life as an example for us there ought to be a flow there ought to be a flow when, when, when a apple tree is bearing apples when a grapevine is bearing grapes It's coming from the trunk. It's coming from the roots that's in the ground. And it it comes up and the fruit gets its source from the roots. Who are you tapped into? What's flowing through you? Because only what you tap into can flow out of you. The, The fruit of the spirit. If you look at that, it says not, not fruits, but just the fruit, singular fruit, singular character. The fruit, not your fruit, not my fruit, but the fruit of the Spirit, capitalist Holy Spirit. I was talking to somebody, and they said, I just don't have patience. I said, then you tapped into the wrong source. I said, you have tapped into yourself that don't have patience. But you are saved, so you need to tap into the Holy Spirit yeah. that is in you, who yeah. abides in you, and let His patience become your patience. You don't grow in it in your flesh? You let it flow out of you in your spirit. It's a choice of surrendering. So, so walking in our journey. First of all, it's a walk of surrender. Because until you surrender, God can't trust us to use us. Uh, I know I'm talking about it. Listen, listen, listen. Because God has made us that there should be an overflow of him in us that people can't quite explain why we do what we do, how We take what we take, how we live the way we live. don't mean we're perfect, but it means we walk in it. It means that there's a presence. It means that God is up to something. Do do people see Christ in you? Do people really see Christ in you? I I am of the mindset that the more you chase him, the more he fills you. The more you keep pushing forward, the more God's going to do great things in you. There there ought to be some time when God does the unexplainable. (laughs) There ought to be some time when, when you know it was God flowing through you. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. Don't call the pastor to pray you pray for somebody. Hallelujah. There's power in your prayers. There's power in your word. You can, minute. if God brings them in your life, then God will give you what you need to minister to them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me go on. Let me go on. Isaiah 61, 3 or 6 says, to grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion. And what he's saying is, he said, he said, I know earth has made you mourn. He said, but I have come to give you comfort, consolation, and joy. Is there anybody got joy? Got the joy of the Lord? Your circumstances doesn't look joyful, but there's a joy on the inside that, that makes you shout. Well, there's nothing to shout about that makes you start thanking God when you're all by yourself. See, when this thing is real, it has nothing to do with your circumstances. It's on the inside. And the devil can try his best to steal your peace. But you know how to get in your prayer closet. You know how to call on the name of Jesus. And won't he give you peace in the midst of the storm, he's real. He's real. That's part of the blessings that we've been singing about. Listen, he said, he said to give them an ornament, a garland, a them, of beauty instead of as. He said, I will put beauty on you, a supernatural beauty on you. My question is this. Why would we settle for Satan's crumbs when God is offering us his best? Matter of fact, can I be honest with you? His crumbs has, 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 is poisoned. The more you bite of what Satan gives you, the more you die on the inside. The more you follow what the world says follow, is killing you. All the counseling I've done, I, I lived that life myself. I was dying on the inside. And some of you, you're, you're really screaming on the inside because you have tried everything and nothing is working. You're trying this, you're trying that, and the emptiness won't go away. Here he says, listen, I came. Jesus says, I came to give you beauty for the ashes, for the burnt out, for the dead end. You're looking for life to give you what only he can give you. I'm talking even to Christian folks who've been deceived. I'll talk to the, the Christian folks that, that's believing the commercials. Isn't it funny? Miller says, hey, if you drink this, you have the high life. Really? Why don't you talk to some alcoholics? It just they're living the high life. The world can't give you what the Lord gives you. Amen. I don't care what it is. They, they just can't. Let's go on. He said, he he I would give you a garment, an expression of praise instead of the heaviness. He said, he said, he said Well, I, will you let me come in and take over? He said, I'll make you praise me because you want to. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll make you praise me because I'll start dealing with you and your expression of knowing me. You get the can't help it. You, you get to the place that you start thinking of how I open doors and close doors, of how I made a way, of how I rescued you, of how I will come see about you, of how I will visit you at times, and you would just start praising me. That's what God wants. That's what I mean, that, that his joy will make you glorify him. His presence, his blessing will make you say amen. See, until you get there, somebody said, that's, that's just emotion. No, it's spirit. There's a the level of the spirit that you can't help yourself well, God will show you, God will begin to give you wisdom and show you stuff and show you how he's been there all the days of your life. And there's a praise that come up out of your spirit. But you got to trust him. You got to be walking with him at that level of, of, of seeing him and knowing him. God, God is trying to get us there because his intent has always been to share himself with his children. Genesis 3 and 8. Don't have to, you don't have to go there, but watch this. It says this, it says this. It says, it says, it says, it says, and, and God came down in the cool of the day, and the intent of it, he, like usual, they used to run to him. When sin came, instead of running to him, they ran from him. God always intended to share and download himself into us. The problem is God is spirit. The unsaved man is not spirit. He dies spiritually. We as Christians have to yield ourselves to the spirit man. Because God only deals with the spirit man. He's not going to deal on a natural level. He will bless you on a natural level, but where he speaks, where it comes from, is from the spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He, he, says, he says, he says, he says, he says, you are the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. I you know what this is saying? Now we move on, he said, I planted you right where I needed you. But Lord, why did you plant me in harm's way? Because I'm using the trouble you in to bring a testimony and to prepare you for where I'm taking you. If you never go through anything, you don't know nothing. But but if you've been through something and God has delivered you, you can share with others how he brought you, how he kept you, How he healed you. How he made a way out of nowhere. I was driving home one day after a hard counseling session. And I was saying, Lord, I don't understand. Why you allow your people to go through such pain? And I remember I was crying and I was mad because it just didn't make no sense, the evil that is in the world. And this is what God said to me. I remember the spirit filled the car. He said, Tracy, if I couldn't heal it, i wouldn't allow it whatever the devil can do i can undo it he's a portal to me i'd be honest with you i didn't understand that at the time but now after some years i know that there's no hurt our god can't heal see I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't know that I needed that for myself. And I want to tell you, I've been through some stuff, but God's been faithful. And now He goes back and uses everything I've been through to heal other folks. God will use you for his glory. If you give it to it, if you turn it over to it, then you will find that God is good all the time. All the time. All the time. time. Matthew chapter 5, 5, 13 and 16 said, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses favor, How shall it season? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. I I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. The moon has no light of its own. (laughs) But yet it lights up the, the night sky. Well, how does it light up the sky? if it has no light of its own. It reflects the light of the sun. I know I'm right about it. Listen, you and I have no light of our own. But if you're saved, he has put a light in your spirit. And what he wants to do is for us to allow him to turn up the light in our lives listen to the degree you trust him to turn up the light is to the degree he begins to get glory through your life and he begins to lift you because he can trust you to a higher level of glory see the more you recognize him the more you see him you recognize that is nobody but him you recognize that God is the one who makes a way out of nowhere. Paul writes this in Philippians, and for a long time I didn't understand it. He says, he says, he says I'm trying to apprehend the reason why he apprehended me. He says, forgetting those things that are behind me, I press towards. The high calling in Christ Jesus. After studying this, what I realized, even the apostle Paul, as great as he was, who wrote most of the New Testament, how God used him in unbelievable ways. He said, I haven't arrived yet. He said, I got a vision of myself greater than myself. I see myself ahead of me and a self of me that, that, that looks more like Jesus. He said, so I'm not satisfied with what God has done in the past. I, I'm not taking glory in what has already been done because I see a me that is beyond me and I recognize that Jesus took a hold of me for me to become the me that I'm not yet.
1: You ought to have
0: a vision, you ought to see yourself looking more like Jesus, walking more like Jesus, talking more like Jesus,
1: living out like Jesus with more of anointing, with more power, with more understanding. You can't be satisfied with where you're at. I don't care how mature you are, there's a greater you in Christ Jesus. So Paul says, I let go of the things that's done already. And I press, and I press towards the mark of the outward calling in Christ Jesus. I see me in Christ that is ahead of me. So I'm pressing because I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there one day. I see a better me, a greater me in Christ Jesus. I see Christ all on me. I see Christ all around me. I see, I see, I see what he want to do in me. So I I press. I press. I press. I press. I press. Press, I press, I press I press in
0: Christ. We are to press in Christ. Yeah, 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 There's yeah, yeah. more to see. There's more to experience. There's more that he wanna do through you. He wants the light to be turned up even higher to the place where you don't even recognize yourself, where you have to say it's Jesus. It's him. It's him. Can't take credit for it. It's him. Where it humbles you, that he will use you for his glory. Lord, he's calling you. That's your destiny. That's your purpose. That's why he made you. God would to feel you. He want his presence to surround you. But you would know him. Experience him. That you would say, taste and see that the Lord is good. And it keeps on getting better. But it's a price into him and he will bless you and he will show you he will teach you and he will hold you and he will love you he loves you he knows the best thing that could ever happen to you is him do you know him have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior have you said Lord come into my life You can say this with me. Lord, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Today, Lord, I want to be yours. I want to be yours. Would you do that? And he will come in and he will change your life. He will walk with you. He will talk with you. He will show you. There's a number I want you to write down. It's 513-400-5131. 513-400-5131. Call, and somebody will call you back and talk with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for, for, for tithing and giving money and support that enables us to do what we do. Thank you for the 23 years of new mission, that you have been a blessing to me. I think you're the greatest church. You're the greatest church for me. Hallelujah. I'm excited about what he's gonna do in the future. Hallelujah. Oh God. Let us pray. Father, even now, bless Lord. Everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, let this message be clear. Let it, oh Lord, let them find you, Christ Jesus. I find that you are so real. You are so good. You will fill the hole in their, in their soul. You're the only one that can. You're the only one that can make them satisfied on the inside. So Lord, meet us where we are. Take us where you want us to be. And we'll forever give you the praise. So Lord, please, Touch your children, love your children, hold your children, heal your children. Do that which only you can do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us.